You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time now for It's My Money, and It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, which was SA's top boutique wealth management company in 2017 and 2020, and outside of those years has also been always in the top three or four. With me from Brenthurst Wealth is Stefan Janser van Furen. Stefan, you sent me something that says the following, three lessons to manage investors' expectations. That's the headline. I'll go below it now. It says here, for generations, one had to frequent the local golf course for the hottest stock picks and investment tips. The internet has, however, changed the retail landscape and individual investors have now a wealth of information to call upon when making investment decisions. The democratization of investing has meant savvy investors are able to access investment opportunities that were only accessible for the privileged few without costing the arm and a leg that past generations had to fork out to financial intermediaries. That was your introduction. What was the motivation for this piece that you kindly sent me? Uh, this, the motivation is actually from existing clients and prospective clients that have made contact with Brentist Wealth over the last couple of months. Um, there seems to be an exorbitant amount of both fear and greed going around at the moment. And I think a lot of that is driven by people not or incorrectly anchoring investment expectations to what is being portrayed by the media and social media. In other words, you're saying that people like myself are exaggerating moves and conditions in the market. Are, are you having a go at me now, Stefan? No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> it can't be, be pinned on one particular person or event. I think it's people, it's the media and, and social media displaying or giving much more airtime to people's successes than failures, um, which lead to, I think, the average guy on the street taking too much risk, believing it to be a one-way street when, when it remains a game of chance. Okay, a game of chance. Okay, that's almost got a casino-like quality. But I know that at Brentus Wealth, you are not in the business of red or black. You're in the business of long-term investing. Your first point in your piece is entitled Return Expectations. Investors must rein in their expectations. That's your job, though, Stefan. You have to sit people down and say, this is the reality. Yes, 100%. Um, I think that's where the piece wasn't directed or the... At, at, as I said, the savvy investors who have managed to use the wealth of information at their tips to make smart decisions and and they are quite capable of doing so. The, the piece is, is aimed at people who either don't have the time or the behavioral characteristics to manage their own money or the technical expertise. And they make use of, of guys like Brentus Wealth who provide a service, who provide that service to them. Um, so we would sit down with, with any advisor and we would manage the expectations from the get-go. I know there's plenty of stories going around with, with peers profiting from Tesla shares and Tungela resources and, and Sassel's story from lockdown. So it's, there's lots of success stories where people have more than doubled their money in a short space of time. And that can lead to investors expecting that or normalizing that. And, and when that isn't delivered there is a bit of friction between yourself and your advisor or your actual financial goals and the reality uh, becomes distorted 
which can lead to a bit of anxiety. So it's our job to to temper those expectations. And it's all the, also the media's job to report upon things like, for example, the takeover of Twitter by Elon Musk. And on the day that that was first mooted, I think the share price went up something like 25%. And if you're a, a charlatan, for example, someone who is looking just for a short-term client, you would say, look what would have happened if you had invested in Twitter on Tuesday, because on Wednesday it's done this, this and this. And so it goes on. But that's not your job, is it, at Brenthurst Wealth? It's a, a far more steady and sober approach to investing. Yeah, we are long-term investors. We can't, and we, we make that quite clear, we can't time the market. We're not short-term traders. There are people who do that. There are people who burn their fingers doing that, and there are people who, who, who make a lot of money doing that. But we, we prefer to stay, to stay in our lane and in our hitting zone, and that is building portfolios for the long-term. So while the piece is aimed at, um, as I referred to, a game of chance, um, at the start of our conversation, the piece is aimed to educate investors and how they can tilt that game of chance in their favor by being long-term investors instead of trying to move in and out of the market and just sticking to a long-term plan, how the, 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 the chance of success dramatically increases. Okay, point number two in your piece, withdrawal rate during retirement. You go on to say many factors play a role in determining the monthly income you can draw from your investments once retired. A good starting point is the 4% rule. What is the 4% rule, please, Stefan? Yeah, and I just wanted to disclaim here, yeah, with, with withdrawal rates, as I mentioned, there is a lot of, of inputs and all of these calculations are based on a, on a lots of assumptions and everyone's circumstances does differ um, but the, the the point of the article is to is to clarify or simplify complex matters. A metric used by the industry is the four percent rule, uh, which basically states that you can per annum withdraw four percent of your your capital available. So if you've got a million rand, you can withdraw forty thousand per year. Um, it, it's as simple as that. And after, I mean, you can add much more to it and make it a bit more complex to be, to derive the final number. But for the guy on the street who wants to know how much he needs to retire, I think it's a good anchor point uh, for his, his expectations. Okay. Uh, you also say age, health, asset allocation, etc., play a role in determining an in individual investor's sustainable withdrawal rate. But as the goal of the article is to prov provide clarity, the 4% rule serves as a good anchor for investor expectations. And now we go on to point number three. May the odds be in your favor. Over to you on this one, please. Yeah, we basically have covered this. For It ties in well with point number one and number two. It's well just highlight the fact that if you, if you look at the probability of achieving positive returns from the equity market, it dramatically increases if you increase your holding period. If you start with a one, and this is going back, I don't know how many years, but if you start with a with a one year holding period, you've got a seventy percent chance of seeing positive growth. That rises to eighty percent after three years, and it, from eight years on, it's ninety five percent. So, as I say, the, the the goal of the article or the the origin of the articles from issues that I that we have experienced with clients coming to us in the last couple of months. And we have seen a lot of clients that are in the latest, in the twilight years or stages of their career, nearing retirement and suddenly realizing that, okay, we need more money. So they want to move up the risk curve, take on more equity, take on more risk. But you have to be 
mindful of that as equities do not go up in a straight line. And if you do not have a sufficient time horizon, you may be on the wrong end of the balance of probabilities. What do you get at the moment? The market's often vulnerable these days because of the activities of algo traders and uh, you know certain uh, types of short-term traders. I won't mention companies' names, but international companies that are, you know target one particular stock. What do you say to people that phone you up and say, okay, I like this article, but on the other hand, I want to take a little bit of risk and have a little bit of a go at this stock or that stock. I want to go short. I want to go long. What do you say to them, Stefan? We have relationships with brokers that do in bespoke share portfolios. Yes. So we we still manage the overall financial plan, but we then bring in the the stockbroker or our stockbrokers to to assist with the portion of the of the overall plan or the the percentage of capital that we do allocate. That can withstand the risk, or they can they have the sufficient time horizon to to can say not gamble, but increase risk with that with that pot of money. So we, we do have that services, but we, as I say, we sort of outsource them with people that we've got relationships with and we trust to still have the client's best interest of heart. But other than that, we don't, we don't provide advice for, for short-term trading now. No, but uh, on the other hand, you would say to, it's like a parent saying to their child, just for once, stop looking at your phone, stop looking at uh, Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, just turn it off for a while. That is the sort of advice I would have thought that you at Brentos Wealth would, would say to some of your clients. You, you'd probably say, don't listen to Lindsay Williams on uh, strictlybusinesspodcast.com. <laughs> don't listen to uh, this particular uh, a financial broadcaster. Just quieten down for a bit. I, I think it's actually quite good to decompress occasionally and not listen to the noise. Noise is the correct word. We do educate investors on Cancelling out the noise, focusing on the fundamentals and sticking to your plan. But at the end of the day, we, we remain advisors and it, it's still the client's money. So you do have clients that, that like the idea of trading short term or want to have a specific stock because their buddies around the bra have it. Um, <laughs> so we do advise them on the, risks, on the risks of it. We do try to educate. But at the end of the day, the decision remains with the, with the individual who owns the money. But we do give our, our inputs 100%. Yeah, the influence of the Bry and the golf course, Stefan. But I promise you, the best thing to do is listen to you and uh, your sober approach to investing and your very successful approach to investing. Stefan, thank you very much for your time. Great advice. Stefan Janser van Furen is from Brenthurst Wealth in Stellenbosch. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.